spicy ass episode we've got a spicy spicy episode to do it today let me take off my coat this is the loudest podcast loudest podcast on the internet the only uh nathan masry based podcast <laughs> with me is mysterious as always say hello hello and on the phone right now we have garf gab himself wyatt wyatt say hello thank you so much <laughs> guys this is such an honor i've been following this saga with you guys since since was it was the last year when this all began that's it's been so exciting it's been a journey and every single time i think this cannot possibly get any funnier it gets funnier um of course today we will be talking about if you guys haven't seen it a press release of suspicious nature was sent out from an anonymous reporter who sounds a lot like nathan masry <laughs> In the, the writing. <laughs> this press release was picked up and it went viral. It was picked up by uh, a reporter named Barry Hertz. Uh, he is he's like an actual legitimate journalist. Uh, Barry Hertz has written for the Globe and Mail, the National Post, McLean's. Uh, he's a deputy editor. He's a film editor. And just out of nowhere... Uh, on May 22nd, he uh, he tweeted, attention, absolutely everyone in Toronto who also loves to eat Gar- Garfield-shaped things for immediate release. So Barry Hertz, he's the only one, as far as I can tell, who has found this insane press release Nathan Masry put out. I'm going to correct you right off the bat, because like I was telling Wyatt earlier, I have the sickness. <laughs> so every time anything comes out about this, I dig and I dig and I dig until I hit rock bottom and I did make my way to China and I cannot dig anymore. Multiple reporters received this press release. The reason why you can't find it anywhere on the internet is because someone, maybe Karen, probably Nathan, sent it, like, look through Twitter's Canadian post like people with at blog toe in their name and then sent them to a bunch of people. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. He sent this press release to a lot of people, but Barry is the only one who published it. Correct. Like the point of a press release is, yeah, you want like, you want a ticket to everybody. Now, 99.9% of reporters don't care because the title to this press release is, Unempathetic landlord locks our favorite cartoon-themed restaurant during COVID-19. A Canadian landlord destroys young entrepreneurship. Google review, destroy entrepreneurship. (laughs) Landlord, destroy entrepreneurship. (laughs) Also, young entrepreneurship. I love how he he is 35 years old. I could move to Canada in the bags under his eyes. People, people at me all the time. It's like, Sarah, you should license Garfield. So then you could say you are the youngest Garfield licensee in the world. It, it, it is, it's absolutely goddamn ridiculous. So Barry Hertz breaks this news. And by breaks this news, I mean, is the only one who cares to run the press release that Garfield Eats got locked up by their landlord. 
Now, 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 Garth Camp, when you heard this, when you heard that that a lock was put on the door of Toronto's favorite Garfield-themed pizza restaurant, how did you react to this? Well, you have to understand, you guys uh, say you have the full press release, but what I saw, it made it seem like Garfield Eats was shut down for good. I even heard, like, naysayers in the Twitter replies saying that they walked by and they, they, they weren't gone. Garfield Eats was shut down for good. And, you know, I was in dismay. I, I was absolutely mortified that I... I never got to try a Garfuccino. I never had a Garfield-shaped pizza. I've been in correspondence <laughs> with Karen and Nathan every now and then, but I've never actually been to Garfield Eats. And, Until uh, you have the taste of big cow lasagna oh, in your mouth, big, you will never be satisfied. <laughs> the the, uh, the John Arbuckle-flavored marinara sauce, the Jim Davis pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I just, I was absolutely crushed. And I, I played, uh, 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 what was the song on the website? Uh, <laughs> oh my Earth god, Angel? Earth, Earth Angel. Angel. <laughs> I played Earth Angel in in, in memoriam of Garfield Eats. <clears throat> but, well, so, so, yeah. So this is what happens. So this press release goes. This press release goes out. Um, it is a clarion call to the world. Garfield Eats is in trouble. Um, now, uh, Sarancha, would you care to read the whole press release? Of course I would. So this is the document, the 741-word document that started it all. I'm going to read this out. I'm not going to say the names of the real people or companies in this, but just to, here's the disclaimer. Uh, these are not my words. You can tell that I'm telling the truth because I would never write a sentence with 92 fucking words in it. <laughs> uh, this is somewhat written by a concerned reporter. Maybe Karen, probably Nathan, but here we go. This is unempathetic landlord locks our favorite cartoon themed restaurant during COVID-19. And of course, everyone feel free to jump in to make your spicy burns. (laughs) I'll be reading this verbatim. May 20th, Garfield Eats, world's first Garfield-themed restaurant known for Garfield-shaped pizza, big lasagnas, and Garfuccino coffee in Toronto with pop-up store at... We could say the name of the address, right? 995 Bloor Street West has turned into a nightmare for the beloved cat and the young founder, Nathan Masry, who is also a social media influencer in entrepreneurship with over 115,000 followers and advocate against homelessness. (laughs) By the way, it's very... Brave of him to advocate against homelessness. He advocate, yo. <laughs> it's so easy to advocate for homelessness these days, and I'm glad he's taking a stand. Well, fucking ironic because they've been evicted. <laughs> They're in the process of getting evicted. <laughs> Garfield has entertained the world for 41 years and a heartless landlord has shown no form of appreciation to the beloved cartoon. Yeah, just can, can you cut me on a break from my rent? Remember how funny it was when I sent Nermal to Abu Dhabi? I make pizzas based on the cartoons that in which that occurred. Can't you help us out? Also, uh, I know I know the Twitter sentiment against landlords is very negative right now, but let me just say this right off the bat. Calm down, comrades. It's a commercial. Somebody's getting kicked out of their house here. We can laugh about this. Nathan Mazzari's going to be on the street. What are you talking about? I'm so sad for him. With a with a sign, a cardboard sign. This is will work for Garfield. Will work for Pop Icon. If if Nathan Mazzari lived at Garfield Eats, then I would at least kind of understand what's happening. This is some sort of crazy shady front or some like like. 
A, a Garfield pizza restaurant makes no sense. A guy pretending to run a Garfield pizza restaurant so he can live somewhere for free. Now we're talking. Yeah, he just has a, has a what's it called? A sleeping bag on the floor behind the counter. There's plenty of room. Yeah, because there's no customers. Yes, exactly. All right, well, keep going. Sorry, I interrupted. <clears throat> the landlord, name of landlord, operating as name of landlord's holding company, has never worked on fostering a relationship with the tenant, but rather have all communication go through his agent, name of agent and holding company, and his small-time lawyer, rather than petting the favorite orange cat, especially during uncertain and tough times when there is a life jacket on the way as a relief program called Searsa by the federal government announced by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau encouraging landlords to work with their tenants during the pandemic. Now that's 92 words? That is, uh, no, that is 87 words. I apologize. The whole goodness that's a lot of goddamn words. Okay, I love how Nathan's like, the landlord has never worked on foster relationship. He just, he only communicates through his, his, uh, his property manager and lawyer. It's like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Sorry, this landlord's not texting you. Like, sorry, he's not your BFF. Yes, there's a property manager and a lawyer. Why is this a crime? <laughs> so, so the so the thing that Nathan brings up immediately is is C E C R A. We'll be hearing a little bit about that later, but that is also known as the Canadian Emergency Commercial Rent Assistance Program. Um, why don't you keep going? Uh, however, the landlord does not even want to apply to the C E C R blah 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 thing. The tenants simply asked to guarantee application as they can't be trusted. <laughs> I, I don't know who the they is in that sentence, but it sounds like Garfield Eats can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> So they can comply with May rent, but they replied, no guarantee. They built insecurity and instilled uncertainty in the tenants' future plans indeed. Premier Doug Ford even said, landlords, have a heart. Do not evict your tenants. Oh, by the way, Doug Ford's that guy that like got caught doing heroin on tape with hookers, right? I don't know. That, I just know he looks brother, like... I think. <laughs> oh, damn it. Okay. brother. Chris Christie looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> It is indeed frowned upon, especially against young entrepreneurship where Canada has allocated more than $10 billion for small business. Canada COVID-19 economic release plan has been effective working for citizens and businesses to avoid negative economic factors such as increasing unemployment and bankruptcy, keeping Canada economy strong when we do come back and lockdown is lifted. Um, should, should, is this a good time to explain what the hell this program is that he keeps rambling about? Yeah, why? You don't know what the Canadian thing is, right? I have we don't no idea what you. any of this is, no. Oh, okay, ahead. I'm going to try to explain this as quickly as I can. Um, uh, the, Can the Canada Emergency Com Commercial Rent Assistance Program is like this. If you are, if you run a small business and you can't pay your rent because of COVID-19, which is totally understandable, your landlord can request forgivable loans from the Canadian government. Uh, the landlord has to apply. The business can't apply. Um, now a couple of things right off the bat that just Nathan is getting super wrong, either willfully or through stupidity, probably some mixture of both. Yeah. I'm guessing like 2575. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like first off, you can't apply for this program yet. 
Like, you are not allowed to apply for this program yet. Uh, this press release went out on the 22nd, is dated the 20th. You can't apply for this program until the 25th. So Nathan is asking his landlord to guarantee that he will apply for this program. And the, and I guess the landlord is like not committing to applying for it yet. Now, you might think to yourself like, well, why wouldn't the landlord want like free money from the Canadian government? There are some strings attached. Uh, number one, it's not like a grant. It's not like free money. It's a forgivable loan. They give you money. Uh, and as long as you don't as long as you don't do a couple of things with the money, uh, the loan is forgiven. Um, the first thing you have to do to get the money is immediately give your tenant a 25% discount. So your tenant, ha- you have to reduce your tenant's rent to 75%. Your tenant then has to pay a little bit of money and the Canadian government will pay the rest. You also have to promise not to evict your tenant for three months. Three months after the date that you receive the payment or three uh, months? It's, it's actually backdated. It's for the months of uh, April, May, and June. You have to promise not to evict. Uh, you have to promise not to evict your tenant and you have to promise not to try to collect back rent from your tenant. Um, now, I could see a couple of reasons why the landlord would not want to enter into this program. Number one, if I were renting property to Nathan Masry... I would want the ability to evict Nathan Masry tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know what kind of crazy, like, like Garfield themed orgy he's running down there. Like, it's, it might take like months to get like the marinara and Nathan cum stains out of the goddamn recessed ceilings. Like, Nathan Masry is a crazy guy who, the moment you tell him you won't apply for a program that cannot be applied for yet, he runs your name, your your real estate agent's name, and your lawyer's name in a press release he sends to everybody. <laughs> like, this is not the most stable of tenants. Well, Sriracha, what do you think? I mean, yeah, if I was, see, the part, and we'll get into this, because I want to really, I want to really dig into who's lying here, especially with that fantastic, why, did you see the fantastic Instagram live Nathan put out last night? Oh, oh yeah, I watched it as it was happening. I, I had to know <laughs> we what, have what it. We, we recorded it. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be going through some of that audio, too. Uh, my favorite part of that, when he was like, we need to put capitalism aside, I was like, bitch, what do you think selling pizzas is? <laughs> Yes, exactly. You like you're in bed with Viacom and Nickelodeon, like the largest entertainment company in the world. You're 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 selling a you're like you are selling a licensed cartoon character on pizza to kids who are too stupid to not know that they should want this and not no. to, and too stupid. He's, oh, he's, he's in this to help the homeless. He's just out to give them big big onions and Garfield shaped pizzas. He's trying to help the world. He's trying to degrade the homeless. Integrity even further than it already has. <laughs> yeah, no, my theory, I am currently operating under the theory that um, Garfieldies will be out June 1st. And yes. I will go a little bit deeper into that later. I think that he paid off the next, or he finally paid May rent. And I think that there will be a big question mark in the air, unless we got some more uh, Mr. Sub squap coming <laughs> from Abu Dhabi. <laughs> and I think we might be nearing the end for Garfield Eats, but we'll get into that later. Where was I? 
Uh, let me see. Let me let me pull up this thing. Premier. Oh yeah, Doug Ford, Chris Christie's Canadian cousin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. Uh, how, how about from here? The landlord proves to work against the government's plans. Unempathetic. This does sound like the Communist Manifesto when you just read it out loud. It, oh my God, it does. This is the beginning of like communist. Masri saga. <laughs> God damn it. Comrade Masri. The landlord proves to work against the government's plans unempathetically. And our brief interview with Nathan on Friday. Our brief interview with Nathan. Again, he's writing this press release from the perspective of a fictional reporter. Maybe Heather S. is on the case. Yeah. Like someone is interviewing him. Imagine just for nobody who people who don't have the video version, just Jim from the office face at the camera. <laughs> After our brief interview with Nathan on Friday morning, we learned that the tenant has been harassed, causing emotional distress and potential losses and damages. I want to just stop right here because I know Nathan Masri is a dirty fucking name searcher and I want to say Zwick. Zwick is our editor. Make the title of this episode Nathan Masri, Nathan Masri, Nathan Masri with Garf Gap. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I want to say one thing. Nathan, this is the only thing I'm going to say to you the entire time. Please. Please, please sue your landlord. <laughs> yes. Take your landlord to court for emotional distress and potential losses. And by the way, these potential losses could have been in the millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Because while the restaurant's been, like, like while the restaurant's locked, we have no proof that like, like a billionaire wasn't going to come in and be like, I'll pay you five billion dollars for a golfaccino. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to we me, don't Nathan. know. Listen to me, Nathan. You said your sales estimate about three fifty uh, a day at your Toronto location. Three hundred fifty sales a day, not sales of three hundred fifty dollars. Right. So divide that by. Let's say it was closed for what? So he said you had it resolved in six hours, mm-hmm. which is about seventy five percent of one business day. I would say the average Garfield Eats order is what, like thirty five bucks. But I would I would guess a little bit higher with fees and delivery taxes and all that. I'd say about forty Canadian dollars. Okay, so three forty nine times. 0.75 times 35. Nathan, your landlord stole over 9,000 fucking dollars from oh you. Oh my God. Nathan, get make this whole. Get your money back. Get your money back. And let me tell you, harassment? Hell yeah, baby. Anybody can sue harassment. You felt bad? That means you were harassed. That's Yes, that's exactly right. You, like, like you suffered emotional distress. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, it means that you have every right to, again, put out this... Pri- put out this landlord's private name, the name of his of his uh, management agent, and the name of his lawyer in a paper to every like like Toronto journalist you know. It was so hard because the first thing Sriracha and I do is all right. Well, we got Nathan's side of this. We got the press release. We're journalists. We got to get the other side of this. Oh yeah. How long did we spend trying to get in touch with the with the landlord and his agent and his Ooh, lawyer? Dude, okay, hours. First of all, I found the agent almost immediately. Sent her an email. Amazingly, she did not respond. I left a voicemail. Did not respond. I thinking if we get the landlord, the landlord, I think would be more willing to sing than the agent. But let me tell you, and uh, Nathan on that Instagram live. I know we're going to talk about this later, and we're just teasing. We're just giving you blue balls right now but he says like over nine five thousand garfield fans called the landlord dude i tr- i have an emotional investment in this i could not find the landlord yeah, this is this is why i'm bringing this up because like this land 
this landlord is not someone who wants to be found. There is no website for this guy's holding company. He's not on LinkedIn. This guy doesn't have an Instagram. He's just some dude who made the mistake of renting a, a space on Bloor Street to a crazy person. And then and then one day when I assume the rent wasn't paid and he locked the building because he didn't get his money, the guy went nuts and started sending his info to journalists. <laughs> Like, like, like Wyatt. So here's the big open question. Yeah. And, and also, and also I've spoken to Nathan about this too. I, I was DMing him immediately <laughs> after this. I like how you assume that the Garfield, these Twitter account is run by Nathan. We're all operating under this, the same assumption, right? Yeah, no, of, no, course. of course, obviously. Okay. Yes, of course it's Nathan. Um, I was like, Nathan, did you pay? Because in the press release, he says, like, we paid, we paid May rent. In the video, he says, we paid April rent. And so my question is, like, okay, because, you know, like, are you behind on rent or are you not behind on rent? Like, um, did you pay your rent from May 1st to May 30th, 2020? Like, eventually I got him to agree that he did. In this case, I don't know. Why doesn't the landlord just lock him out on June 1st? Why lock the guy out like seven or eight days early? Why risk like a civil lawsuit locking like a lawful tenant out of his own property? Like, so this is kind of the open question. Like, was Nathan behind on his rent or not? Like, did the landlord jump the gun? Did he lock Nathan out because he was like, fuck you. I hate the children and I hate their favorite lazy orange cat. And the homeless. <laughs> and, and also, I hate the homeless. Like, like Nathan, he's, he's still operating on Uber Eats. He's still making some sales. It's like, why would you kick a tenant out who was paying his rent? If you're the landlord, you just want the money. You don't get the money, you lock the door. Like, like, uh, Sriracha, Wyatt, who do you think's um, lying here? Who do you think's telling the truth? My prediction, I have been operating under the assumption that, okay, first of all, I want to tell you that, <laughs> listen, let's just be frank. Nathan has a documented history of telling lies. He yes. lies about us. Yeah, he, <laughs> he said that we had over 500,000 downloads a week, which is like Mark Marin numbers. Yeah, I just want to tell you why I, I never fucking told him that. <laughs> of course you didn't. Of course why not. Why would I know you that. tell him um, I There's think, not even a string of numbers we could add together that you could mistake for 500,000. <laughs> like, he just pulled that number out of his ass. Yeah, I think he is lying about having paid May rent. I think that he is does not want to admit that he did not pay May rent. So in lieu of that, he's saying, oh, uh, I'm paying. You know what? Here's what I think fucking happened. I think he saw this uh, Serpa thing. And because you know how it says get 25%, you have to knock 25% off the rent. Right. Does the tenant need to pay 25%? Because I believe that Nathan paid a, fra a portion of his rent. Mm. And the landlord locked the door until he paid the remainder of okay. May rent because Nathan believed that he could go apply for the guarantee and is choosing not to. So he decided, fuck you, I'm going to withhold a portion of the rent to encourage you to um, 
to apply for Secra. Let's call it Secra. Correct. And I think that when he locked the doors, Nathan threw his little shit bit, but then I do think he eventually he gave him the rest of the money. I, I think that's the only way that door eventually gets unlocked. Um, but but Wyatt, what do you like? What do you think is happening here? Who's lying? Who's telling the truth? Okay, well, I, I don't want to throw out uh, baseless ac- accusations against no, Nathan Nazary. Throw them out. No, throw listen, them out. Listen, throw listen. Them out. I, I have a good relationship with Nathan. He sent me like uh, like swag and shit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to like say Nathan didn't pay his rent. What I will say, though, is that there is a whole like year of uh, a, a guy having to have direct business contact with Nathan Masary. And we know how <laughs> Nate, how we know how Nathan is just in correspondence over like shit posters and podcasters and stuff. Can you imagine trying to have like a business relationship with this guy where you like need his money every month? Like Nathan was probably trying to pay his rent in like Goupons and shit like that, you know. It's like, oh, like, right. I, like there, there's definitely like like a, a dark history that we don't know about. That Nathan is probably like messing with this guy, and he's not having it. And I think like eventually, over like a year of building up, like a, a, a hidden tension between them, something happened. Nathan probably didn't pay this month's rent, and he finally said, "Okay, I'm gonna lock you guys up, and this is enough." And then he gets, I don't know, what was it? 6,000 Garfield fans <laughs> emailing him. And Half a million him. Garfield fans. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, and listen, listen, man, this is all speculation. Of course, we don't know what happens. We're just, this, we're the press. Our You're job right. is to speculate. <laughs> we're just asking questions. We're just yes. asking questions. We just want uh, to know the truth. Back. Yeah, we just, we, that's what we're going to do. We're going to uncover the truth today. Uh, let's get back to this press release. After our brief interview with Nathan Friday morning, we learned that the tenant has been harassed, causing emotional distress and potential losses and damages while trying to resolve not just April, which we paid in full with a 25% discount for the coming months up until August 2020. Right. And so, and so this is the question here in the press release. He says, you know, we paid April in full with a 25% discount. By the way, he keeps throwing that out. Like, it's a good thing. We paid April with a 25% discount means the landlord was nice enough to cut us a 25% break on our rent. Us, a restaurant that is still delivering pizzas to people. Terrible pizzas that look like Mario threw up and someone put that in an oven. But, like, that's what these pizzas look like. They don't look like Garfield's head. They look like Mario's head. They do. Anyway, like, um, he, he says over and over, oh, we paid the rent with a... Di- we even gave you a 25% discount. What does that mean? Why are you saying that? Um, like, uh, like, so here in the press release, he says April was paid in full, but in the IG live, he says May was paid in full in our conversation. He says May was paid in full. So it's like, he keeps mixing up these months and I think he's doing it on purpose to obscure the truth. I think Judge Faith would not accept this bullshit. <laughs> I completely agree. Uh, but, 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 I'm sorry, you're almost at the end of the story. I'll stop interrupting. That's fine. The landlord refused to work with the tenant and refused to join a Zoom meeting with Garfield Eats management team seeking support in an email sent to the landlord late March 2020 by the responsible tenant. COVID-19 has exposed the good, bad, and ugly landlord lords who bully tenants and shown their true malicious intent as human being has now come to the surface. Now, we must rethink... 
rethink of a governing body to protect tenants and small businesses and innovators who work tirelessly day and night to build brands such as Garfield Eats and delicious stone fire Garfield shaped pizzas. <laughs> He's saying this generally. Look, look, now we must rethink of a governing body to protect tenants and small businesses and innovators who work tirelessly day and night to build the brands such as Garfield Eats. He's, He's saying to everyone out there who builds a brand called Garfield Eats and cooks delicious stone fire Garfield shaped pizzas. This isn't just about my Garfield stone shaped pizzas. It's about everyone's Garfield stone shaped pizzas. We better build a governing body. You mean the government of Canada, Nathan? Like, no, seriously, he means a specific treasury for the Garfields. Oh, clearly, <laughs> that's what he... God damn it. <laughs> the worst part is, I love the editorializing here. This in reporter is very invested in the gar- fate of Garfield Eats. <laughs> the worst part is, Garfield Eats is partnered with Youth Without Shelter for the homeless. And now the 100 residents at the shelter will not be receiving their lasagnas and pizzas delivered weekly. What a pure monster and shame. Shameful landlord. The tenant should set an example for Canada as Nathan Masary will fight back for what is a righteous treatment and morally acceptable. At the end of the day, landlords are taking the risk in a pandemic when no business thinks of leasing or starting a business, especially during social distancing, when the revenue per square foot has gone down 85% for a given restaurant or retailer. Okay, so he is hiding behind the homeless here. Um, as if the homeless don't have it hard enough, uh, he sends them a hundred of these cold, disgusting lasagnas and gas station pizzas every month. You know, you can still donate money to the homeless without running a Garfield-themed pizza restaurant, right? You're the son of an incredibly rich restaurant magnate. You can... How about you give the homeless your allowance for this week? I'm imagining homeless people sitting there chewing on, like, big calisite and thinking, wow, I wish I could go for a Mr. Sub right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Um. A t- oh. Oh. This. This a is tenant. the best. This I hate is the this best part. part. A tenant. A tenant. I'm going to say this one real slow for you. A tenant may not be in breach ethically and morally if there is federal support and tenant has never been in default before C-Void 19, which shows good intent even during a pandemic when deaths are on the rise in the most difficult times. How the fuck can you be morally in violation of a lease? Yeah, yeah, exa- <laughs> no, here's what he's saying. He's saying, t- he's saying, we're not in breach of our lease ethically and morally, which means we are in breach of our lease contractually. <laughs> like, like, we haven't violated the spirit of the lease. We violated the letter of the lease. It sounds to me like you violated, it sounds to me like you didn't pay your rent, Nathan. It sounds to me like you didn't pay your rent. Like, and that you're a nut bar that, that this landlord would rather not have money come in if it meant not dealing with you. That's like, this is like some My Cousin Vinny shit. Like, yeah, I violated the contract, but to be fair, my employer violated it morally before this. Exactly. Like, it it is impossible to rent commercial real estate right now. Like, 
No one's no one can rent their commercial real estate because why would anybody start a small business during the during a global disaster? Why would somebody start a, re- a business in the world of QSR when QMR is the future? QMR is right there. <laughs> QSR is old. QMR is where it's at. And so so this is what the landlord has to be thinking. I would rather make no money than field one more request for a Zoom call. <laughs> Nathan Masry, you wear one orange suit. I'll never get the smell out of my I'll never get the smell out of my Bloor Street building. Never. God knows what you're doing down there. You're not making food because nothing you produce seems to be edible at all. Like I, I just want. Oh, and by the way, the Zoom conference call. Here's what that Zoom conference call was. Do you guys remember how a couple of weeks ago Nathan Masry had a giant Zoom conference call with all his fans? Of and by fans, I mean podcasters and bloggers who were tuning in specifically so they could shit on him. Yeah. Uh, why did you go to that Zoom conference call? Or can you tell us anything about it? I, I got an invite. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't make it. I, I had another obligation that day. But, what uh, could be more important than going to his Zoom conference but call? L- listen, I saw the highlights, and from what I gathered, it was two hundred and. 50 Garfield fans and shit posters talking over Nathan Masry and putting up pictures of Garfield smoking weed and stuff like that <laughs> while he's talking. And that was basically the gist of what I got. But I, 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 I don't know the specifics, but I will be joining the second Zoom call when he finally puts oh, it up. How do I get in on that? I want to draw some pictures of Garfield smoking a big fat doink. <laughs> Yeah, this is the thing he wanted his landlord to call into. Hey, hey, why don't you join my shit posting jamboree instead of paying rent? Why don't you why don't you watch a bunch of assholes clown on me for their seven viewers? To be fair, maybe unintentionally, Nathan has created the greatest shit post of this decade. The legion of shit posters he has. He Over five hundred thousand Garfield shit posters will riot. <laughs> Oh, we haven't gotten that part yet. Um, a tenant may not be in breach ethically and morally if there is federal support and the tenant has never been in default before C-Void 19. I'm, I'm reading this as written. Right. <laughs> Which shows good intent, even during a pandemic, when deaths are on the rise in the most difficult times. Some landlords have been extremely sympathetic, offering deferrals till late fall 2020, but not in the case of the hungry cat who now can't even eat his own lasagnas. <laughs> So does Garfield... I feel like Garfield would not eat at Garfield Eats. Garfield would hate the food at Garfield Eats. Like, Garfield... Garfield has a much better palate than this. He would take one sip of that Garfuccino and then he would throw his alarm clock at Nathan Masry's head. He would ship... He would ship these Garfield-shaped pieces to Abu Dhabi. I don't know, man. Isn't Garfield's whole thing that he's not very picky? I've seen that motherfucker advertise microwave raviolis. I don't believe that he's too good for Garfield. I'm not saying he's too picky to advertise. Oh, he'll put his name and face on anything. He'll put his name and face on feminine napkins. But I'm saying, like... That's what rich people do. Like, like they're like, they're like, hi, I'm Cheryl Teagues for Lean Cuisine. Mmm, delicious. Cut, spit it into a bucket, walk away, eat caviar. The only thing we've seen Garfield eat 
eat is like fresh baked lasagnas made by his owner lovingly using his owner's grandma's secret sauce, which again, got licensed to Garfield eat for some reason. I just, I, I don't know why. Can you break this tie? Do you think Garfield would enjoy the food at Garfield eats? <laughs> no, Garfield would definitely not enjoy the food at Garfield eats. Exactly, Sarancha. All right. I'll admit when I've been had by an expert. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm three seasons into Garfield and friends. He is, he is not going to enjoy that big Anya. <laughs> I was was binging your show the other night. The first season is. Yeah. All right. Here's who would eat Garfield Eats. Roy the Rooster from U.S. Acres would use Garfield Eats food to prank Sheldon and Orson. The top five people who would eat Garfield Eats. Number one, Toronto's homeless population. (laughs) (laughs) We, when we went to Toronto, we bought a Garfield Eats pizza Big enough, we bought one, and we brought one for the entire audience. There were a ton of people there. We couldn't even give out a single Garfield Eats pizza to this audience. There was so much left over, because everyone's like, no, I'm not eating this. This tastes like trash. So, like, I went outside of the theater during the show to try to give it away to a homeless person. And then at the end of the night, when we went outside the theater, it had been thrown in the street. Like, yeah, yeah, crazy guy. I love your fentanyl pizza. <laughs> they're, they're like, Nathan Mastery's been feeding us that every day for the last, the last three months. Yeah. We're not eating anymore. Like, goddamn, bro, this is my day off. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Uh, why, when we went to, my favorite part of the Garfield Eats experience was uh, when we went there and it took so long to get food that we had to leave without our skinny fries, which I'm real upset about because I wanted to see if they were coming with salt or not i never got to find out i know i know because it took them a fucking hour to make a fucking bag of french fries <laughs> on the walk there i was like i'm not doing this sober so i walked to a liquor store like seven blocks away and i passed two separate pizza restaurants <laughs> yes <laughs> The 200 million fans worldwide for Garfield will definitely go rogue online about this scandal. Partially true. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> One post generates more than 500,000 impressions and 50,000 engagements. One heartless landlord is now the most hated by the studios in Hollywood. Okay. The studios in Hollywood and the 17 million followers of Garfield and me too. <laughs> Why did you want to say something? Sorry, we interrupted. No, no. It's just like, what do the studios in Hollywood care about? A weird Warner guys? Brothers, Touchstone, <laughs> point of, the point of this a lot has been Nathan Masry's landlord. I got a feeling, I got a feeling this landlord's going to be found hanging himself in his cell pretty soon. <laughs> Check the flight logs. We would love to see the cat back and alive again. Which means Garfield's dead. <laughs> yeah, Garfield's dead. Starved. Your landlord kills Garfield. Garfield is dead. Oh yeah, no, not just that, but but not at the same place unless the landlord is willing to work with the tenant, but don't let him close to the cat. Hashtag cat abuser. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. He, he saved the best for last. He accused his landlord of uh, uh, of, of animal violence, of animal abuse, of <laughs> abusing cats. We will keep track of the story to keep our interested readers updated. 
doesn't make any sense if you're sending out a PR, but okay. <laughs> so he sent. So he sends out this press release. So so the world lights up. Oh my god, <sighs> Garfield. <laughs> Nathan Mandry has been locked out of Garfield Eats. A big cartoon padlock was put on the door of of Garfield Eats. Um, like uh, so six hours later, Nathan goes on Instagram Live. Exactly six hours later. Exactly six hours later, and he gives people an update on. The, on the the Toronto the greatest crisis facing the citizens of Toronto nay the world the fact that they can't get their meme pizzas and the failings of capitalism <laughs> yes clearly <laughs> um so we have some audio from his uh, his interview and actually we will play it for you right after this break welcome back to the loudest podcast all right so six hours later Nathan went on Instagram live uh, he rambled for. 11 minutes, repeated himself numerous times, mentioned coupons a lot. Yeah. Like, it's like he can't turn it off. At no point can he stop talking about coupons or how the app has a game or QMR, not QSR. Um, uh, let's play some of this audio. Yay. Um, I, I wanted to do this uh, uh, live uh, uh, video here on Instagram uh, because I have been seeing that the Garfield fans um, have been uh, panicking. Uh, I've seen uh, the many posts uh, on Twitter. Absolutely, uh, and it's going. Uh, it's going too viral. It's go. This press release I sent out in order to go viral is going too viral. Uh oh! I better correct the record about the many, many misstatements I put out to the press. Slow this it down. You got to stop the wildfire. He put out a press release saying that Garfield died and he didn't expect the backlash. Yes, exact. God damn it. Yeah, my landlord might have killed cats, but this is taking it too far. <laughs> Guys, everybody calm down. So um, the uh, unempathetic, greedy lawyer uh, has a uh, uh, landlord, sorry, and his lawyer, a uh, small-time lawyer, and Everybody they have like locked Garfield uh, small time. out overnight. Small time. Um, it is not because we did not pay rent. We've paid rent up till May 2020, which is this month. Okay, so he says he paid rent up until May 2020, but in the press release, he said he was paid up until May 22nd. Right. And in the press release, he said he was paid up for April, which is confusing. He has now given us three different terminologies, so which makes it very hard to find out, like, did you pay your rent or not? This is where my theory comes from, that he paid a portion of May rent. I think he paid 75% of May rent and then was like, apply for the subsidy. And the landlord was said either no, go fuck yourself, or I can't apply for it yet. And so he said, okay, no, I'm not going to do it. And then they locked the doors and then he paid. Well, here's how the subsidy, here, here's how this program actually works. Uh, uh, Secra, um, the landlord forgives 25% of the rent. Yeah. The tenant pays 25% of the rent. The Canadian government sends the landlord a forgivable loan for 50% of the rent. So this actually would back up your theory. Because Nathan keeps throwing around the number 25. Maybe Nathan only paid a quarter of his rent in May. I think that's a very real possibility. But then he does mention that it is backdated. 
So, which means that he would be getting some of the money back. Through SECRA, right? Because SECRA covers the the months of April, May, and June. Right. Like, what Nathan wants is for his landlord to apply for this program. Again, you can't apply for it yet. They're not taking applications (laughs) yet. They open tomorrow. (laughs) They they, they literally open tomorrow. Um, Right. Very confusing. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, uh, the uh, Garfield Eats, first of all, just to let you know, the backstory has been enjoying a splurge of online sales that has been coming from the app mostly. And it's maybe, maybe we think because due to COVID-19, people are social distancing. So therefore, they're watching (laughs) the game was... A drop from the app and we're coming up with a new cool game because I thought that every year we would change a game and they are, they're unlocking their coupons with their paws and this so just he said he doesn't want to do Zoom meeting with me he doesn't want to go on a call he doesn't want to move, work with us he just wants us to pay the full rent the landlord was well, who would have thought that the landlord might want his money and not a teleconference with a crazy person yeah I predict that talking about how much your sales have improved is going to backfire on him in the long term off how nice uh but the problem is isn't with the rent we paid our rent uh of course i would not have anything affect the cat the federal government of canada has launched a commercial rent relief program that where where the application will be online on the 25th and so only landlords can apply for their tenants and it's a subsidy it's a grant it's not like there's there's a loan it's an interest on a landlord i would understand uh but the problem was uh he said he doesn't want to use the federal government's program. He doesn't want to apply for us. Why not? It's a win-win for everybody. If you apply for us and work with us and you'd get your money from the government and, um, and we, would, we would benefit and you would benefit and it's also backdated. So I would get some money back for March and April, which we paid him for already. Uh, uh, within six hours, uh, when I knew that we were locked out in this morning, when my staff went there, within six hours, I've had the issue fixed. Um, and uh, he has received tons of calls uh, um, to comment uh, due to our press release. And, um, you know, the only weapon I have are the Garfield fans. The 200 million, 200 million, <laughs> for the 17 million followers on Garfield. That is my only weapon. When they I'm going to this. I'm going to pause this. World so, so, again, like, uh, like, you know, Nathan's saying, like, oh, there's no reason not to apply for this. There's no reason. There are reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is you, like, like, you just... You have to write off a quarter of the money you were expecting. Uh, another reason is you just might not want to be in business with Nathan Masri anymore. Like yeah. you, just, you just might not want to deal with this guy and, and going with Sekra locks you in to a longer term relationship with this guy. Uh, cause it makes it so that you can't go after any back rent and it makes it so that you can't evict him for a few months. I predict that the eviction is playing a very heavy role in mm-hmm. his disagreement to apply for this program. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like like that is the it would make sense that this landlord would want to keep his options on the table. Because what happened is that the media asked him to comment. He didn't want to. And he wanted all this to go away. And now he wants to work with us. So all has been resolved. We are open. The first thing I thought about and not, I'm not trying to be Mother Teresa here, but the first thing I thought about is the youth without shelter, the charity. Um, what happened is that we 
provide them with hundreds of lasagnas and pizzas every week to the homeless, to the youth homeless uh, women and uh, young men, uh, girls and guys uh, in the shelter and uh, now they can't get it um, because of this lockdown. So he, so imagine one cruel act, how it has affected an entire chain. And I believe this is an ego play. Um, okay, let's pause it here. <laughs> this is, his press release said he donates 100 pizzas and lasagnas. Now he's saying he donates hundreds of pizzas and lasagnas. What are the chances that he just like drops off a Big Mac there once a year? <laughs> to be fair, he said he drops off 100 pizzas and lasagnas a week. Okay. So cumulatively, I would believe that it would be hundreds of pizzas. <laughs> okay. All right. No, that, that, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I also don't like that he's like, I'm not trying to be Mother Teresa here. Hey, guess what? None of us were going to call you that. Like, <laughs> if you're afraid that people are going to confuse you with... With a nun from Calcutta who helped out people suffering from leprosy. Good news! You're a crazy guy in in an art suit. You're a real-life Riddler. We're not confusing you. Don't worry about it, buddy. You can rest easy at night knowing that, like, we don't think you're Mother Teresa. I don't want to be too generous or anything. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Goodness gracious. Like, I'm not trying to martyr myself, but uh, can you please hand me those nails? I have a cross to put myself up on. I'm not trying to martyr myself. I just have an allegiance of 200 million Garfield fans that will do anything I say. Wyatt, it is his only weapon. (laughs) (laughs) I only have two weapons to stay in my restaurant. Uh, Putting out a press release to thousands of shit posters so they can annoy likely an old man who rented property to a very stupid middle-aged man and paying my rent on time. Those are my two weapons. I have nothing except this blank check from my dad. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I also think uh, that the landlord, he's a bully. He's a bully and uh, he's, an hara- he's a harasser. What do you call putting the guy's name out to the uh, Toronto press? <laughs> Is that and, what Mother uh, Teresa would do? He's a cat abuser. Um, and unfortunately, uh, let me tell you one thing. COVID-19 um, will simply eradicate QSR and brick and mortars. Hence, they will not be renting any more stores. <laughs> Victoria's Secret, JCPenney. Pauses. All right, pausing. <laughs> This is my favorite part of the whole fucking rant is where he goes on this sanctimonious screen about, oh, the future is coming. QMR is going to be the way and people like you will have nowhere to rent. Like, bitch, you are a QMR and you have the space. Where are you going to make your Garfield shaped pizzas, buddy? Um, yes, it's it's weird. He's saying like, oh, Victoria's Secret's going out of business. The body shop's going out of business. Like, uh, you'll have no one to rent to. He has someone to rent to now. You, Nathan Mazzari, <laughs> like, like you have to make the pizzas somewhere. It doesn't matter that like this is that like you order the pizzas over a mobile phone. Like, are you gonna make these pizzas in your kitchen? I'm sorry, in your dad's kitchen? Is that where you're gonna make these pizzas, buddy? Holy shit! You know how like Baskin Robbins and Dunkin' Donuts are two sides of the yes. same coin yes, now. What if they do that with Mr. Sub? <laughs> <laughs> Sriracha had a pretty brilliant theory as to why Gar as because w- remember at this point there are three Garfield there have been three Garfield Eats restaurants. Yeah. Is the London one still open or did that open at all? He mentioned the London one in this IG. I, I think I might have cut that out for time, but he mentions that they're still open in London, Ontario. Okay. They're open in Toronto, and of course, he had one in was it? In I think Dubai, it was right? in Dubai. Dubai, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Like, so you might be asking yourself, like, why would anyone give this guy the money to open not one, not two, but three meme restaurants? My theory has always been that it is kind of like a reverse pension. Like, uh, instead of asking for a job at Mr. Subs, his dad, in lieu of, because his goal of his dad is not to have him work for, like, to fuck up his brand. So he just gives him money to go uh, do his own, like, giving a toddler a play kitchen so they don't fuck around so in So he your could go fridge. fuck up Jim Davis's brand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, like giving your toddler one of those cell phones filled with candy so he doesn't mess up mommy's important work phone. Now, Nathan Masry's LinkedIn stated at one point that he was like the vice president of marketing for Mr. Sub. Briefly. <laughs> this makes perfect sense to me that his dad would be like, I'm going to give you your own Fisher-Price Funsterant. Like, he'll have the She'll have your favorite cartoon cat on it. Please don't fuck with our core business, please. <laughs> right, like the whole family's got jobs at Mr. Subs, and he comes over and says, Nathan, you're an entrepreneur, and I have a very special job for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, this is the only thing that makes sense, that this is some sort of producer style that like, okay, so we keep saying like, there's no way Nathan can be profitable. There's no way Nathan can be profitable. Like he's charging way too much money for garbage peaches that you only order once as a joke and never again. <laughs> but you have to offset the money he's losing on Garvey Leeds with the money he would be losing in Mr. Sub. He might be the most successful young entrepreneur in Canadian history. Oh my God. Could you imagine like McDonald's putting out giant like walls of text like Garvey? I'm imagining a world where every marketing campaign is run by Nathan. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. It's a beautiful world. And let me tell you, Nathan, because I know you name search and you'll be listening to this. The, the fact that you have your dad is probably richer than God and you're running into rent problems. Like, real recognize real. That's how rich people stay rich. <laughs> Saving money wherever humanly possible. That's you know what? That's exactly right. Like, why pay your rent when you could put out a tweet talking about how immoral it is to pay your rent? Tweets are free. This press release is free. Could I mean clearly he didn't spend any money on a proofreader? He spelled COVID nineteen wrong. Sea void. Yeah, you're never going to see Bill Gates in a Gucci belt. God damn. Yeah, there's a reason Mark Zuckerberg looks like a dipshit. Like really, he's. He's not going to spend $40 billion on a nice car or a coochie belt. His, his wife cuts his hair. I mean, I don't know if a robot's hair can grow, but his wife cuts his hair. He looks like a lizard. He looks like a lizard and like a replicant from Blade Runner. He looks like a really bad, like the wax, have you ever seen the wax figure, the Madame Tussauds wax figure by Zuckerberg? It looks more like a human than the actual yes. Mark Zuckerberg. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. All right, let me, I'll, I'll play the rest of this. Uh, all right. At the body shop, they're all closing down stores. There's nothing called landlord. You're a land monster. I have to pause again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the land monster thing. It land fucking monster. tickles me. Every I forgot time. about the land monster. <laughs> You're not a landlord. You're a land monster. You're a land monster. I don't know why this guy doesn't want to have a relationship with me. Nathan Masry. <laughs> All I'm doing is calling him a pet abuser and a monster. Nathan Masry, Antifa icon. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Masry, black blood like a, like, a like foot soldier from the black block we're trying to figure out because land monster like doesn't it doesn't make any sense there's no parody there like a lord 
like, he it's thought, not. He, a... he had something. He thought he was really catchy. He's like, going what to go if, love this. What if we called him a landlord? Because yeah. he sits on his ass all day. <laughs> landlord makes sense. I get what you're doing there. If you told me there was a land monster coming, I would assume that's just a big monster walking across the land. Like Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla's a land monster. You would never call Godzilla a landlord. No. Nathan. Can you please, if you take any piece of advice from us at all, and because uh, obviously you're not taking the advice to make your pieces taste good, can you start calling him Landlord, please? Yeah, you can have that one for free. That's no all royalties. yours. <laughs> I think the future um, is uh, QMR, Quick Mobile Restaurants. It is Ghost Kitchens, uh, where you're going to have many brands operated from Those Ghost, ghost kitchens, kitchens and Keyword location. Kitchen. Um, yeah. I believe in karma. <laughs> You know, um, Ghost Kitchen isn't and, an app, uh, right? And, like, uh, you can't... Don't forget, the, the cat, cats are very whimsical. Um, they also believe in karma. Um, and they're very mischievous and uh, sarcastic. And uh, uh, I want you to remember that uh, we all share the same human condition. We all want to be loved. We all want to be fed. And we never want to be left alone. Love me, feed me. I know one person who wants to be left alone. Nathan Masary's landlord. <laughs> this is the first time in my life I have ever felt bad for a landlord. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. He rented to the wrong guy. This poor son of a bitch. You cut out my favorite part of that, which is like this 20 second clip where he's like, we need now is not the time to focus on capitalism. <laughs> it's like, Nathan, what do you think you're doing? Nathan, you're trying. You're doing capitalism. <laughs> you're doing capitalism wrong, by the way. <laughs> you're doing <laughs> capitalism wrong. Where? Oh my God, he's he's just like. Uh... Also, he goes. Uh, I believe in karma, landlord. Like. Uh, like, and don't forget, cats are very mischievous and very tricky. Cats know how to make fire weapons out of a number of household objects. <laughs> this is, look, I'm not going to go as far as to say that, like, Nathan is threatening his landlord. But why are you saying this into Instagram uh, live? Listen, to, like, to, to, be never... <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, has leaned into the the cat thing very heavily, like within the last <laughs> couple months. Like every tweet they they send me always ends with meow meow, like that. Like they type out yeah. meow, and and I, like, <laughs> by the way, Garfield doesn't meow. No, the whole no, point of Garfield he, is that he thinks he's people. He's the cat that thinks he's people. He doesn't meow. But they're always meowing on the Twitter account. <laughs> it pisses me off too. Yes, I, yeah, no, I don't think he's. I don't think he's threatened. I don't think it's fair to call that threatening. No, and I, but, you'll notice I said I'm not saying he's. All right, we're gonna play that clip one more time. <laughs> tell me, tell me how you, as a landlord, would react if your tenant said this about you into Instagram Live into an army of a bunch of trolls and shit posters. <laughs> and operating from an app. Um, I believe in karma. Um, and uh, and uh, don't forget, the, the cat cats are very whimsical. Um, they also believe in karma. Um, and they're very mischievous. Okay, I believe in karma. I believe what goes around comes around. I believe that if I get fucked today, someone else might get fucked tomorrow. Because cats love being mischievous. And they love pulling little... Pranks! 
Now that's how I heard that. Do you think I heard that wrong? I heard it as Cats the Musical, but they're all Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I do like that. I like that a lot, actually. Hey, now, that's, that's a business model. I was going to say, that's a better business idea than this. <laughs> Shit, Nathan, go with that one. All right. Um, we will be right back after this. Uh, uh, can you give us one second? I got to pull some up. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Final segment. Okay. So, again, I am. I spent quite a lot of time, and Sriracha spent even more time than me. Like, we're trying to figure out, like, who's telling the truth here? We can't get in touch with the landlord. We tried incredibly hard. We we tried to get in touch with the real estate agent. We tried to get in touch with the lawyer. Very, very difficult. Um, so I, you know, absent of other avenues for additional information, I went to the source. I went to Nathan Masry. Yeah. I, I sent him some DMs right after he was on Instagram, just trying to ask, like, very basic questions. Um, I, Which, if you've ever interacted with Garfield, it's very difficult. <laughs> exactly. So, 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 why did I? I just sent this to you. Why does anything from these DMs stand out as super interesting to you? Because a lot of it is him. Oh, well, actually, first off, let me just say this. So, I write. So, the first thing I sent him is I go like, "Hey, happy to hear you're no longer locked out." How did you save the restaurant? Was it that you just paid the rent you owed, or was it something else? So, here's what he writes back. Unempathetic landlord locks our favorite cartoon-themed restaurant during COVID-19. A Canadian landlord destroys young entrepreneurship. Garfield eats world's first. So he just cuts and pastes the press release. And I write back, hey, I already read the press release. Uh, you said you paid rent in April with a 25% discount, meaning you paid from April 22nd to May 22nd, I assume. So this morning, your landlord locked you out. How did you get back in? Did you pay a month's rent? You know, you say you saved the day in under six hours. How did you save the day? Uh, was it by paying your rent? I'm just I'm trying to figure out, like, what the... Like, how did you... Because he says on Instagram, like, I saved the day. It's like, how did you save the day? He responds that the landlord received numerous calls from media, with Nathan, which Nathan leaned on, and landlord simply overthrew his greedy requests and opened doors at 4 p.m. if Nathan would drop press releases. But of course, it's too late for him. His greed is out. Just this guy just kind of wants to get paid the money you owe him. I don't believe for one second that that landlord got any phone calls, oh. except maybe from the panicked agent <laughs> whose inbox was flooded with shit posters sending her Garfield porn. <laughs> yeah, the, the agent sent him the email and said, hey, he, he told the press that you killed Garfield. Uh, you might you might want to talk to him. Yeah, like, uh, what should I do here? Um, uh, he wanted... Th now, this is interesting. This is the first time I've seen this. Nathan said, I mean, Karen, who is Nathan, says, the landlord wanted three months of rent in advance, given Garfield Eats enjoys splurge of online app sales and web orders as users watch and order an unlocked pause. <laughs> <laughs> you can't turn it off. He can't stop He talking. literally can't. <laughs> he can't stop talking about coupon. Landlord asked for money when world is depopulating. Sad. He knew it was immoral, but kept threatening... I keep forgetting just a month ago and Wyatt, I don't know if you remember this or not, 
Just a month ago, Nathan Mash was saying that COVID-19 is a U.S. government conspiracy. They're actually spreading sarin gas and soldiers in Afghanistan transported those canisters to China. Of course. Of uh, course. Wyatt, that, do you remember that? That whole, that whole week where Nathan was a uh, Corona truther and went on Instagram and I got all kinds of uh, mentions and DMs about it saying that Nathan's losing his mind and then all of a sudden it all disappears and suddenly they're selling Garfield masks. So I don't know what yeah, I that. wonder if he still believes that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like on one hand he's saying that COVID doesn't exist, that it's a gas. On the other hand, he's saying COVID like is a crisis. It's such a big crisis that I can't pay my rent. Like, <laughs> is it happening? Is it not happening? Like, is it a conspiracy or are you profiting off it to make masks with Garfield's terrifying Cheshire Cat grin? <laughs> You've seen those masks, right, Sriracha? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, a major act of domestic terrorism would probably affect rent rates. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That is fair. No, I'm just saying. Anyway, okay. Uh, Nathan did not agree and fought back until this happened. I'm like, okay, so are you currently behind on your rent? Did you not pay your landlord? Are you paid up on your rent? He continues, the matter escalated because landlord did not want to apply it, blah, 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 the goddamn program. Um, okay, so did you pay your rent? Like, I keep asking him over and over again. I bet you, I bet what's going on here is that his lease says that you have to pay three months in advance for a commercial space. Because or it, a year, in, if it's a commercial lease, like, why would you ever have a commercial tenant going, like, month to month, or paying you, like, month to month? It, that makes no sense for a commercial property. No, it doesn't, because it, you don't know that your tenant isn't going to come in, leave a half-built a Garfield-themed restaurant, say, oh, shit, out of money, and then leave. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, Sriracha, you were telling me like like what's the like what's the average commercial lease length? The average commercial length is between like three and five years. That's what? a lease, but that doesn't mean like you need to pay three years of rent up front. Right. L- like it like it makes sense to me that like you would want a long term lease because we've been to Garfield Eats. He has giant panes of glass with like Garfield cartoons laser etched into them. He has like a giant, and by giant, I mean very small pizza oven. <laughs> he probably has a bunch of weird stains all over that no one can identify. He has no security cameras. Right, he has no security cameras because we both know someone that stole a t-shirt from not, Garfield Eats. Not me, because I'm an upstanding citizen who likes her ability to travel freely in Canada. <laughs> yes, of course you are. No, it would never be you. So it's just like, okay, so his landlord is asking. Asking for some money up front. My assumption is that that's what the lease says, that you pay quarterly. Like, why would you pay a commercial lease monthly? Why not pay it weekly then? Why not Venmo the guy $50 every 10 minutes? Like, that, like, monthly rent makes sense for a tenant of a, of like a, of a domestic lease, but not commercial. Um, And he says even here, since COVID-19 in April, our lease became month to month. Only. Um, I go like, you know, so we wanted three months of rent. You said no. Uh, did you call the cops? He says, Nathan did not want to fight for the Garfield brand integrity and image. What does that mean? He did not want to fight for it. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. He doesn't want to like bring up Garfield's name to the cops? Is he afraid that, like, Garfield's... Like, are there outstanding warrants for Garfield's arrest? And, like, he doesn't want to bring Garfield up to the to the Canadian police? Nathan Masri coming a little more anti-file, a little more ACAB every single day. 
God damn. Okay, so so the question I keep asking, and, and by the way, wait, I'm sorry, but please feel free to interrupt with anything you want. Oh, uh, um, I did want to bring up one thing. Uh, yes. Back up in a paragraph he sent you when he says, uh, landlord asks for money when the world is depopulating. Sad explanation mark. I just want to say that little sad explanation mark is very Trumpian, and yes. I think that, that, that will come up later. I just want to bring that up. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. He t- like, like, Dubbing this guy the land monster, saying that he's got a small time lawyer. Yeah, as opposed to your small time pizza restaurant, like as like as opposed to your pizza restaurant that couldn't even get us French fries in forty five minutes. He every idiot talks like Trump now. I mean, no, that is like straight from the Trump playbook. Is just call somebody a name over and over again until it sticks. Yeah, but the reason it works for Trump is that Trump is like entertaining. Like Nathan Masri is like Nathan's not funny. Right. Sleepy Joe, Land Monster, not even comparable. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so um so let's keep going. So 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 I'm saying like uh like, why did the landlord lock the restaurant today? Why not wait until May 31st? Nathan responds, exactly. That's not an answer. <laughs> like, saying exactly is why did the landlord lock the restaurant today? Were you up on your rent or not? Like, explain it. Explain this to me. I like when he gets starts getting pissed off and is like, that's what we said. Like, any of this is in English. <laughs> right. Here in all caps, he writes, he wanted to try to extort Nathan for more money. That's all. <laughs> extort? Was he... Was he just asking for you to pay your rent? As he wanted your lease to terms? exchange money for goods and services. <laughs> that monster during COVID nineteen. Covid. Covid nineteen. Okay, so like, so I go, hey, can you give me the landlord's email and phone number so I can ask him these questions? If he locked you out of your property illegally, that's a civil crime, and he should be held accountable. Nathan writes, no, sorry, we can't give out this information. He mentioned he d- he didn't want to comment. Did he, I asked, did he tell you why he locked you out of your property today and not on the 31st? Why not? Why randomly pick today? He doesn't answer, but he brings up something else interesting. He goes, it's solved. We are back. But June will be another story. Oh. I go, okay, so on June 1st, you will owe a month's rent? He goes, yes. Mm. I go, what will you do on June 1st? Will you pay a month's rent or will <laughs> you be locked out again? He goes, he doesn't or says, I'll think about it. I write, honestly, the reason he probably doesn't want to apply for the federal subsidy is that he wants you off the property. He writes, I, we can't comment further. I hope I answered everything so far for your podcast. And I'm like, I'm like, there's no other reason for him not to accept free money from the government. He writes, thank you very much. Exactly. You are right. We don't get him. I'm like, I'm like, if you, I write, if you pay your rent every month, then who cares? Why do you think he wants you off his property? He goes, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He begged for a brand to come to his old building of 100 years. <laughs> and we did. He just wants cash now, not later from the government. Like, I write, like, if you always pay your rent on time and you pay your May rent, he goes, read above. I answered these questions. That's all. Like, like, uh, you know, uh, you know, again, because like, why would you kick a paying? Why would you kick a paying tenant out during a crisis, especially like, from your building of a hundred years? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like on Bloor Street, and I, and I go again. Like, I don't know why today he just suddenly locked the restaurant. Could you please forward me the emails between your guys? I need to somehow figure out why he made this move now during a gigantic crisis, and not either months ago or 
months from now because time makes no sense and never find another tenant. Who the hell is going to rent a commercial? Blah, blah, blah. All the chef already said. He goes, he goes, that's all. He thought that we can't afford two day locked out. It's big brand. So he did. And then he didn't know Nathan has media power and fan base. Uh, I go like, did he apologize? No, but he will. <laughs> and then he writes back, we think. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, guys. Okay. Yes. Very bad, greedy, cruel land monster. It's five years renewal. I go, five years, not three months. He couldn't find anyone for years and he found us. He wants you to sign a five-year lease, but he is not educated. No, I'm sorry. But he's is not educated. <laughs> but he's is not educated. He's, he's is not educated. He's, unlike me's, he's is educated. <laughs> he's is not. No educated land monster. Me smart. He has no <laughs> compassion, greed, land monster. It's like, I love Nathan Ward's Alex. It's really good. <laughs> It's really good. Oh, 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 Chad, I didn't even read this part at the end. He goes, during COVID-19, we discussed a small discount month to month until it's over. Then back to yearly checks. So, mm. oh, shit. I just figured this out. So this is what's happening. He was on an annual lease. He would pay a year up front of commercial rent, yearly checks. Then during COVID-19, he said, hey, there, there's a big crisis. Can we go month to month? The landlord sees that this guy is still bringing in money. Like, he's going on Instagram bragging about all the sales he's making during COVID. Like, people can't go outside. This is the perfect time to order a meme pizza during COVID-19. You're bored as fuck. Like, Nintendo Switches, pornographies, and joke pizzas. They're all going up during COVID-19. When is Nathan's OnlyFans, by the way? I can't wait. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Or like whatever Canadians only fans like just buddies, like whatever Canada's only fans is friends. Eh? Like buddy you, pals, buddy pal hosers. Um, <laughs> take the orange suit off, Nathan. Take it off slowly. It all comes off on the buddy pals. <laughs> Make the meow sound. Um, okay. So it was yearly. COVID comes up. Nathan goes, hey, can we go month to month? The landlord goes, yeah. Months go by, and now the landlord's like, "Okay, I get that you can't do. I can't. I get that you can't do yearly. Could we at least get the money quarterly? Could we get some kind of security from you that you're not just gonna like run out in the middle of the night and take that crazy Garfield suit with you?" He's like, "How dare you ask for? How dare you ask me for this time to tell the world you're a monster? That must be what happened." I 100%. I subscribe to that. Yeah, that sounds right. <clears throat> God damn. All right, so now I guess the question is, the next big showdown is June 1st. What's going to happen? Will the lock be put back on Garfield Eats? Will Garfield Eats continue to make the people of Toronto suffer? Uh, why <laughs> do you have any final thoughts on this? Uh, I can just say, as a fan of the Garfield Eats brand and as a big uh, figure in the Garfield fandom, I hope that Garfield Eats will stick around forever and I can finally try one of those delicious big Anyas and uh, Garfield-shaped pizzas. <clears throat> you gotta get the Garfuccino, too. And the Garfuccino, of course. The, the orange sauce, the Garfuccino, I want everything. Personally, I am fucking enthralled. I marked my calendar for June 1st oh, to check wait. that Twitter account. I'm so excited. 
If you are in the Toronto area and you can get in touch with us, we need someone to swing by there that morning to see, like, if Nathan's just banging on the glass like Fred Flintstone trying to get back into his game. <laughs> yeah, we need eyes on the inside. Email at email the loudest podcast at gmail.com if you're in Toronto. We'll buy you a Garfuccino. We'll buy you a Garfuccino. <laughs> Um, Wyatt, uh, thank you so, so much. Now, now, Wyatt, uh, like, as Sriracha knows, their listeners know, I am a gigantic fan of the, of the Mark Evanier cartoon, Garfield and Friends. Mm-hmm. And I know that you have a podcast that, that, that has a little bit of something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. Garf Gab on YouTube is where, uh, I, I watch Garfield and Friends, uh, every single week and go episode by episode and talk about it and make some jokes. And, uh, we're almost done with season three and going on to season four. It's, it's a lot of fun. And if you're, uh, one of the 200 million Garfield fans that, uh, Nathan loves so much and <laughs> will do anything for Nathan, you can watch that it's it's a it's a fun time yeah, yeah. you should do it because garf gab is on nathan's good side so yeah, yeah. Exactly. approved. Exactly. unlike me well maybe not anymore after talking to us but i think he played it pretty well Listen, yeah, yeah. I, I try to keep my mouth shut as much as i can nathan i i i don't want to get on your bad side i'm one of your i'm one of your allies here i have i have the power i have the brand power i got the fans you know if garfield Leeds goes under we'll make we'll make a scene about it listen just just uh, don't block me like you blocked uh, Sarancho, like I, it's fine. Listen, <laughs> come on. I'm blocked on like everything now too. Yeah. But no, he's he's a good boy. <laughs> Just like the White House press corps, you're so worried about protecting your access. You and Maggie Haberman both. Anyway, <laughs> you can follow Garfgab on Twitter at twitter.com/slash/GarfieldFanArt. <laughs> um, he's got he's got quite a few followers. He's hysterical on Twitter. You know, uh, you can find Garfgab the YouTube series on YouTube. They're currently on season three. Uh, Why? thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you so much for having me, guys. You guys are by far the best podcast covering this whole phenomenon and crisis. And if, oh, if, if anything does happen on June 1st, uh, I know I'll be tuning in here first to hear about it. Emergency pod. Emergency pod. <laughs> Monday, June first. And if you try that, uh, if you make it to Canada, or if Garfield Leeds comes here, as they have been threatening, <laughs> you... Write us a letter. Call us. Give us a voicemail. Give us our your thorough review. Absolutely, you you you're, 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 you will hear everything. I'm I'm so excited. <laughs> and we will be right back with voicemails after this. It's time for voicemails. We haven't done this in a while, have yeah, we? Because we keep forgetting. It's not that we don't want to. It's we keep forgetting. There were three voicemails bitching about how we haven't done voicemails, so I picked out one of them. Okay. All right. And, uh, and don't forget, if you want to write us a voicemail, uh, if you want to send us a voicemail, you can uh, call 848-863-5343 or email theloudestpodcast at gmail.com. Right, let's play this first one. Ready? Let's do it. Read the funny names I give them. Oh, oh, you're right. Actually, I need to tell Zwick when we play. Um, all right. All right. Uh, let's play this first one. It's called Kim Jong-un's sister is a cutie pie. So Kim Jong-un just oofed or something. I don't know. He's casting <laughs> a, vegeta- a vegetable right now. It doesn't matter. But all that matters is that his cutie pie little sister is in charge right now. <laughs> the internet likes it. As do I. She is currently the best anime waifu at the moment. (laughs) She's 31, by by the way. Is he dead? Is Jim Jong-un dead? I don't know. Like, they put out a picture of him. 
a couple of days after, <laughs> but we don't know when that picture was taken. Like, we don't know shit. Like Barb. Oh, let me check if Barb's dead. That's a good question. <laughs> you, you said there's some sort of Barb death counter, yes, right? Yes. On the quickie, there is a counter. There is a status update on whether or not Barb is alive. And then there is a countdown when the number of days it has been <laughs> since, we have- <laughs> since we've heard from her. Oh, my yeah, God. Since we've uh, heard from her. Hang on one second. As we cut this out. Okay, the quickie. Doop, doop, doop. It's been 10 days since Chris made up a new escapist fantasy to cope with reality. <laughs> it's been 41 days since Chris last begged for money. <laughs> That's good. That's a long time. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the... Take your friend. time. Barb you is not dead. We last heard from her 44 days ago. <laughs> That's not bad. That is bad. That's a, what's a 12th of the year. Yeah, but it's like I don't know, like how like how often you talk to your to your mom or grandma or whatever. Like oh, every month. I mean, I, my mom gives me signals that she's alive pretty often. Oh, okay, well, that's a good point. All right, next voicemail. Uh, this one is called Riley is personally offended. We aren't listening to his voicemails. Okay. <laughs> hey, studios. Hey, Sriracha. It's your favorite boy, Riley Brooks. Hey, Riley. Um, Hi, Riley. Hey, remember us? The voicemails? <laughs> you remember us? We, we, we send in voicemails, you know, play them on the show, except you haven't played them on the show in, like, what, a month now? Yes. Well, what's the deal with that? Just, just curious, because, you know, I'm always listening to the voicemail segment. It's always interesting. I send in voicemails all the time, so I'm like, will oh, they yeah, play mine? <laughs> what other interesting ones will they play? And the answer for the past, I don't know how many episodes has been, oh, they didn't play them at all. So, so what's the deal, guys? Come on. Okay. I'm All right, you crybabies. Here Jesus you go. Christ, we're doing... We... What happens is this. We have so much fun during the recording that we just forget. Yeah, we're so sorry. We've been serving you delicious, hot, steamy content. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go to the Cisco tier. <laughs> the Cisco tier frozen food jokes that you assholes are depositing in my inbox. No, Riley, you're great. No, Riley, you're great. You're a great guy. All right. Uh, all right. This one's called... Mouth sounds, guy gives me life advice? Oh, shit. Hey, this is the um, mouth sounds guy. They went, aye, aye. Oh, I love this guy. Um, I'm calling this voicemail because, oh, wait, just on a side note. Uh-huh. Saranja, you just got to take a breath every once in a while. It's okay to slow down. You know, I think it'd be good for you. Just take that as a lesson. Anyway, yeah, I'm did you guys crack. hear <laughs> about the StarCraft Pro scene lately? Shit's been bonkers. Alright, thanks. He didn't make any mouth sounds! No, he did say something about, I don't know, Star... So he's talking about Starcraft. Trek War, I don't know. <laughs> but he should be going like, Zerg Rush, or he should be going like, We require more pylons. In the pipe, five by five. Power overwhelming. Like, I'm a ghost. Like, proceeding. There's a lot of StarCraft mouse sounds he could have made. I have been slowing down a lot lately. Look at my new cockatiel mug. I love that. I, I drink from it every morning. I have my coffee. And I, I so take a deep breath and then do a big scream at the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a real bird. You, you've gotten a lot. 
You've been getting a lot of bird merchandise sent here recently. I have. I have a painting in the mail called the Scram. Look it up. It's the Scream, but it's a beautiful red parrot instead. I can't. I I bought a frame for it. Yes, I didn't did. cheap out and buy a poster either. I bought like a framed portrait of this bird, and I'm gonna hang it right there, she's right gonna, in the hallway. She's gonna hang it right outside the bedroom so she wakes up every morning and she's greeted by the Scram. <laughs> God damn! I'll put pictures of it on Instagram as soon as I get it. Oh, this next one looks good. How to make your Animal Crossing vegan. Hi, Asteria. Hi, Sriracha. Hi. Glad to hear you guys are also cyberbullying animals off your island. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we are. I successfully cyberbullied a mass challenge alligator off my island. Good. Um, have you guys read the um, PETA article, How to Play Animal Crossing Vegan? Oh, God. I mean, obviously, everybody knows PETA's crazy by now, but... Yeah. Here's a little excerpt that I thought was particularly crazy. It's disappointing that a game in which those are small, different species of elephants and ducks, deer and pigs, coexists harmoniously with humans, encourages abusive behavior towards fish and insects. So basically, they want you to play the game the least fun way possible. Oh, and they want. Oh, and also on the article it says that you can dig up clams. Um, excuse me. What the fuck? That's my beach. Have a good time. Bye. Right, I'm pausing this. Have you seen that article? No, because it's what PETA wants is attention. And it's just like, no, I, like I saw that they had some, they, what did they go to like Chrissy Teigen's Island in protest or something? They did something like that. But my favorite part of that article is they have like little segments. It's like, should you donate to the museum? Should you uh, catch bugs? And my favorite part is, is Tom Nook exploiting you? <laughs> 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 a segment, and there are only two segments. Says, Tom Nook is a tanuki. Tanukis are regularly anally execu- electrocuted in the wild, so please cut him some slack. <laughs> no, that's a pretty good. That's no. a pretty good bird out here. One around. more like- that's going to be anally electrocuted after this. Also, fuck yeah, I've been bullying my villagers. Cute villagers on this island only. I can't wait to beat the absolute shit out of that mouse, Procolo, or whatever his name is. Fuck off, asshole. Yeah, you moved here from another island. Get ready to move to your third home. (laughs) Yeah, so there's this thing in Animal Crossing where uh, if you don't like the way your villagers can look, you can keep lodging complaints about them to that fuck dog until, until they get the hint and leave. But they move to... An island of one of your friends or one of the people that have visited you. So there's like a plague happening in Animal Crossing right now where everyone is dumping shitty villagers on other people. And it's like an STD, like, uh, this, like, this, this ugly, uh, fat chicken lady, this monkey that you don't like. <laughs> and now there's like this, like, nerdy mouse with like a bowl cut and glasses. Yeah, he's fucking out of here. <laughs> yeah, we got a logic. I'm going to complain him every, about him every single day until he's gone. We got to get him out of here. We got to get him out of here. Oh, this next voicemail is called Not in My Good Christian Suburbs. Hey, Sirius Sriracha, it's your favorite boy, Riley Brooks. Again? Here yes. Okay. With a, with a recommendation. So I've heard recently on your fine podcast that Sriracha has been playing some pornographic video games. And, okay, so bear with me here. Sirius, I'm sure you use yes. Pornhub.com. And there's always this ad on Pornhub.com of, it's like an animated guy, and he's, and he's fucking a girl. And the and then his dick breaks, and then there's a hot nurse who uh, heals his dick by also fucking him. <laughs> and there's a game that goes with that ad 
I don't know what it is. So Sriracha should play that game, that, that the game from the Pornhub ad where the cartoon guy sick breaks and he has to get healed by that. My favorite. Uh, I've been playing old Fap Titans frequently again. Mm-hmm. Back on back on Fap Titans, mm-hmm. um, but occasionally it'll have an ad for the other. Hooligans Games, which is the company that, that mass makes produces poker sluts and slot, slot bitches. bitches. Yes, right. And smart stone. Mm-hmm. And my favorite one was one pops up. Was like, can you protect your harem from the COVID nineteen? That's the weekly event this week. The coronavirus. There was also another one that says, "Have it was like a girl with her boobs out, and it said, have you heard of COVID nineteen? I haven't. I've been fucking right here to play smart stone. You know." <laughs> A lot of people are ripping on major brands right now for their COVID advertising in these unprecedented times, like in the new normal, touchless, blah, blah, blah. That might be the only COVID-19 ad I've ever heard that I like, and I've written some of them. (laughs) You know how many times I've used the phrase in these unprecedented times the past few months? It's the new normal. It's the the new normal. (laughs) Touchless delivery. Even I've written this exact phrase. Even six feet apart. We can stand together. Oh, my God. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. This yeah. guy, you can hire this guy. Brands. Good luck. Um, all right. Oh, wait. Just before we move off of the sex games, you were top 10 in the world at one of them recently. I, I was. They have ratings every day. The leaderboards. Yes. Yeah. And I am regularly top 20 for Fep Titans. I, you told me the other day that you were like number 10 in the world. Oh, I got number three a couple what? of days ago. Yeah. In Fap Titans? Fap Titans. Who's your most valuable, and again, unfortunately, this is the word that the game uses, not me, bitch. My most valuable, hmm, it's hard to say, but my my most valuable bitch, I think, is this one. Her name is, they. they I feel like they started giving them joke names, okay. because, but then they transitioned to like, the, the next person that took over the naming must have not been, <laughs> must have been an actual weeb, because they start out with names like Moe Casa, which literally translates to like, cute umbrella, and she has a cute umbrella, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Hoshi Ashashin, <laughs> which... I guess his true assassin, and she's described as a well-trained honey trap, and she's one of like the third ones you can get. Oh, okay, hold on, I'm looking this up. Yeah, real quick. just open a Fab Titans. All right, Fab Titans assassin. Okay. Okay, now this is not the girl wearing a cowboy hat, uh, a bandolier, and nothing else, right? No, you got to click on that monster, and then just click uh, click for a couple times, okay. and then it'll give the option to get the next girl, and I believe she's next. Or no, the next one is the slutty waitress, and she's the next one. Okay, hold on. I'm just going to go to the Fab Titans game. Damn it, we're out of gold again. The best monster orders are taken by the guilders. Speaking of guilds, see, now anybody can become a founder. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, this is a monster. Okay, click the monster a bunch of times. I'm clicking the monster. Until you get enough coins to hire the bitch on the left. Okay. The button should turn green. Okay, thank you. Wait, is this the game? You just click a bunch? Yeah, uh uh-huh. And then when you hire the bitches, they click for you. I told you, it's exactly like Cookie Clicker. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right, I got nine gold. All right, ten gold. Now I can buy my first hero. Ooh. Okay, there's a a girl in like a schoolgirl outfit and open blouse. Keep clicking, because she's the next one. Okay. Oh, my God. This takes forever. Not when you got all the bitches like me. <laughs> oh, my God. All 
All right, I got 16 gold. I think if I kill this monster, I'll have 20 gold, and hopefully I can hire this girl. Wait, how do I hire a new bitch? You click, it should be green, and the button so it should say hire. Okay. Like, you should have, do you have just the girl with the cowboy hat, or do you also have the slutty waitress? Oh, I have Iaiko Nosagi. Okay, I, ne- I need just a little more gold to hire her. Okay. Okay, I've pulled up Hoshi Ashashin, <laughs> and then, unfortunately, that is how, that's how you say her name. At harembattle.club slash wiki slash flap titans. Um, this girl's pretty cool. Okay, so there's a picture of her. She's got like white hair. She's got two swords. Wait, what do you want? Harem battle? Yeah, because harem battle has a forums. And then I'm looking at her and she's taking off her clothes. She's taking off her clothes. And now she's just completely naked. But she's wearing a bow, thigh high boots, and she has two swords. Is it possible that there's multiple Hoshi Ashashins? No. <gasps> Okay. Oh, look, I like Slay I'm seeing. She's, she's slim. She's very slender, yet very well built. Oh, great. That's so great. You can see them naked without spending your whole fucking day. I just <laughs> like, did. This is great. Oh, wow. Okay. This is some new information. How is the bow suspended? That's a good... It, it has to be double-sided tape or something, because it's just stuck to her back. See, and here I was. I'm a dumbass thinking it was part of her outfit. <laughs> All right, uh, we got two more voicemails. This one's called Jim from the Office. Yeah, good one. Hey, you know what would be pretty cool if YouTube would stop trying to make me watch that stupid new YouTube show that John Krasinski or whatever uh, is putting out. I really do not want to watch Jim from the Office at all. Your your job is to make the stupid face at the camera. I don't want. I don't care about what you have to say. I don't want to watch your stupid YouTube show. Please stop showing me Jim from the office I everywhere also hate I go. Jim from the office. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I've never watched that show. It because like the like the fucking media really tried to make that thing happen, and, and they did because I heard he sold it to Viacom. I mean, it's got like fucking twelve seasons. It happened, all right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, wait, you mean the office or? Yeah. No, I'm talking about Jim from the office to show some good news. Oh no, I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay. So Jim from the office started a YouTube series where he was like, "There's all, there's only bad news out there. I'm going to give you some good news. And I'm going to do it right here from my living room." Oh, boo! Right, exactly. He's just like in these unprecedented times. Like it's just like little COVID smile show and like he'll have other celebrities on it like he had like a community cast reunion and he had like a the he had like the whole cast of the office wish like a girl happy birthday he's making like it's his play for ellen he wants like ellen now that everyone knows that ellen is mean and like <laughs> mistreats her employees and like yells at them he's going for that money now yeah and he sold that thing to viacom so good for him for that good I'm, for him i will not be watching it yeah i'm not watching it all right Ooh, last voicemail it's called nathan needs an out imagine opening up a qsr not qmr <sighs> opposite restaurant. qmr not qsr <laughs> Licensed by a goddamn cat <laughs> during a global pandemic, instead of seizing the opportunity to do more business, you just basically shit your pants on Instagram. <laughs> Talk about how this is all a hoax and how it's all sharing uh, gas or whatever. He's doing this because Nathan is doing this because he knows he's failing, and this is the perfect chance he has to get out. He could actually be making money selling his terrible brick lasagna and 
Garbage Not on Friday, he pizza. couldn't. <laughs> but no, no. I think he wants out. He wants out of it. That's my thing. That's a spicy he, take. He's That's a spicy take. He's just like, eh, if I go total nuts, though, then, oh, boy, it's just the coronavirus that killed my business. I've seen it happen many times. People are like, oh, yeah, it wasn't my fault. It was that guy's fault. Or it was that fault. He has the perfect exit opportunity. Or, you know, the perfect opportunity to make money. Oh, well, he's bad at both. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a lot more convincing. Like saying coronavirus killed my business and my landlord is a land monster is much more convincing to me than, oh, no, Dubai was an experiment. Right. (laughs) I meant to run that into the ground. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's a really, no, my pizzas are great and everybody loves them and they love that my app has a game that you, with a terrifying looking kind of Garfield and you can't play past the first level without a crash boat. <laughs> People love hearing Earth Angel over and over and they coffee. They love the swastikas. <laughs> they love putting swastikas made out of poop on my app. And they love they love a coffee with orange juice poured right in it. It was the damn U.S. government. That's the reason Garfield eats failed, Dad. The U.S. government and the land monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. That's about all the time we have this week. Uh, don't forget, you can leave a voicemail at 848-863-5343. You can send us a letter at theloudestpodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show at patreon.com slash stereos. And you can enjoy your week, listener. We love you. We care about you. Thank you so much for talking to us and listening to us and putting up with our bullshit. And we'll see you at the next Garfield Eats reading series. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>